Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast where we review your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies. Today we are releasing an episode that was actually recorded in December of 2020, but due to a family emergency right after we recorded this, it was never released. I hope you all enjoy this episode. We had so much fun talking about these movies with our guests. And uh, just a quick reminder, we are part of the Spoilerverse Network. You can keep up with us by following us over at Spoilerverse.com or head over to NerdsFTC.com and let us know what you think of the podcast as well as communicate with us if you want to recommend a movie or know of an indie creator who would love to come on the show. In today's episode, we are joined by Chris Jerome and Patrick Biermeyer. They were originally discussing their Discordia Kickstarter project that has already funded by this point, but they are currently running their latest campaign for Discordia issue number two. Um, I'll leave a, a link in the description of this episode. And with that, we'll go ahead and start today's episode. All right. Cool. So like I said before, last week, we uh, we are recording a double episode with uh, Chris and with Patrick, and um, we're going to jump into this week's movie. This week's movie is, is a Christmas horror story. I actually watched this about three years ago, I believe, maybe four. I have actually been wanting to re- uh, review this one for a while. And by the end of this episode, I want to know if if this is a good movie, a bad movie, a little bit of both. Um, so first impressions, first impressions. I think it's a bad movie. <laughs> um, um, but uh, I'll, ca- I'll couch that by saying that I felt uh, the opposite about this one as with um uh oh geez what was it called rare exports from last week um i i pretty much disliked all of the movie up until the very end um and i think that the ending almost salvages it okay you you know what i think that's the reason why i like this movie it's because of the ending the ending's great that's actually like really really good and that's really the only reason i want to i wanted to uh, (laughs) review this one is because of the ending i want people to see the ending um so this is funny because i um my first impression i thought this movie was gonna be like way scarier and way more like graphic than it ended up being mm -hmm. so like i went into it expecting to be like really grossed out and it was actually kind of tame like any of the gore was in the one segment was really over the top and, and funny so that wasn't like gross and then the other like more serious parts, the like really gory stuff was like implied and off screen. And then they just like cut to a corpse. So not at all what I thought it was going to be based on when I looked at it on IMDb and everything else. Um, I don't want to necessarily just straight up say bad movie. Cause it's really like four different movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I looked into it and I guess each segment had a different director but because mm-hmm. they intercut between them instead of doing like a normal horror anthology with like story one, then story two, they like cross cut mm-hmm. between them the whole time. I think that was really weird to do that with four separate directors. Like it, I don't know. I don't know. We can so get like to that. One actually. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like when we, when we get deeper into it, maybe we can talk about what you guys think. I feel like it might've been better if the, it was more like a traditional horror anthology where like each story told itself and then we moved actually, on to the next one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of liked that part because of how it ties in to the ending. Okay, well, that's that's fair. All right. But 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 <laughs> with that being said, which if they were separated into uh, what is it? It's four stories. Which which one of the or separate? Yeah, separate stories. Which one of those would be good? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's there is I think one that is definitely the the main. Uh, story and I think it's the main, the best one, <laughs> especially the twist ending. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, save that yeah, one for yeah, last. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. Talk, we'll talk to you about each individual story, uh, uh, <laughs> and, but we'll save that one for last. So this is the movie that uh, my wife chose to watch with me, and I feel bad for, for that. Uh, uh, she was like, "Oh, it's got William Shatner in it. I'll watch that." Um, and uh, at the end of it, she was like, "So how was the movie?" Because some at some point she decided to start playing Animal Crossing. I think so. <laughs> she, she like checked she was out. out. She was out. Yeah, she, she was like, that. "Yeah, 
I'm yeah. jealous. <laughs> so uh, there was definitely I, when when I looked into this and, and saw Horror Anthology, I was in the same boat as as uh, as both Chris and, and Patrick. I was the feeling of like watching watching something that's put together where um, where it was all interspliced was not what I was expecting. Not to say that it's bad in most cases, but the uh, I really wanted to be broken out because I like that better <laughs> in my anthologies than yeah being put together like this. Cause man, I, I don't know. Like I'm going to during Halloween, we watch, I made her watch, uh, um, uh, some other anthology stuff. And again, that was the same thing. She checked out on me and it was the same. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have known. I should have known as soon as they started to intersplice stuff. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into the rest of that as we start talking about the rest of the movie. So this movie is set in the sound of Bailey Downs. Does anybody else know where that comes in? Oh, I saw that when oh, I was I looking this know. up, um, but I don't remember. In the same town of Ginger Snaps. That's oh, what it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is, I think, uh, that's actually that's a pretty good the, cooler, cooler connection than this movie deserves. <laughs> Well, the filmmakers are for, are responsible for the the, the films, of Ginger, the Ginger oh. Snaps films. So, um, and actually, if I remember correctly, an Orphan Black episode took place there as well. Yeah, really? yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think that's what uh, that's what I saw online. It was I was mm-hmm. very interested mm-hmm. in that. Wow, that's cool. So that's the that's the one cool thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the fourth story I, or the main story, <laughs> oh, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I think the yeah. fourth story and the main story all kind of wrap into. Uh, oh, not the main story, but the over overlapping story. Are you talking about the William Shatner part? Yes, yeah. it all kind of <laughs> comes down yeah. together. So William Shatner <laughs> is kind of like our uh, crappy crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> he's our crappy Christmas keeper. Because yeah. oh he's, god, he's the he's our he's the DJ that is supposed to like be telling us these stories, but he's not telling us these stories. He's playing Christmas music. So how? Um, yeah, he he has nothing to do with three of the four stories, and it's only exactly. barely connected to the fourth. So it was well. He I wouldn't if, even if call you, that a frame narrative. Really, he was just <laughs> exactly. There. He was just there. Um, it, he's actually everything I write about this movie it says that it's a wraparound story that tells the other other three stories. But I do not believe that. I think actually this is just the fourth the fourth story. Just. It's just that it's the way it's interwoven that it just it seems like he's the one telling the story, but he's not telling the story because he literally says, "Here's more music." Yeah, he's not telling the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the songs don't is, even interconnect into the stories. Exactly. Uh, he uh, he does tell. He does say something about saying those of us that are not in here there anymore, and I believe the picture he picks up of that are part the the story a part of the story on one of them and we'll, we'll talk about it here i'll tell you which one it is um the one with krampus comes out yeah um i think that's the same family it so is i think it, i think it, that's it his is. family that got killed and he but, and he makes a reference to the other story with the kids in the school he makes a reference to mm-hmm. the two kids that were murdered in the backstory of that story and he mm-hmm. says this is for them they're out there somewhere listening so he does reference the other stories but it's like super loose <laughs> he yeah. referenced him but he he's not telling the stories this no, is not, not the not even thing. yeah not even yeah. close <laughs> he's just he really on, on to be honest he's just he's just pissed that he has to work on christmas eve and um, he's just getting uh drinking his eggnog with uh, uh what did he put in there i don't even pay attention what he, what he put in there brown but he's getting drunk he's, he's yeah, drinking brown <laughs> beverage he's buying he's drinking soda in his yeah it's, it's soda yeah, yeah. and and Shatner seemed like he's pissed that he's even in this movie too. So it's like it was a very meta meta performance. Yeah, he was definitely the highest paid person on the set and the yeah. least happy to be there. I, I kind of wondered about that. I was like, I wonder if they actually let Shatner drink. On, on the <laughs> I hope so. Nice. Yeah, he deserved God it. Damn. Uh, yeah. His performance I, got better as he drank. As he drank, yeah. right? I mean, I really hope that the alcohol started during the table read because this <laughs> script, dude. So I'm going to start with the story that I like the least. Okay, okay, That's and good. it's the it's the uh, the kids that go to the school. Mm. Yeah, because I have I feel like this one. has nothing to do. <laughs> Whoa! Oh man, no, sir. Yeah. I feel like this has nothing to do with uh, with Christmas. Um, 
This could have been at any at any point of the year, and this would have, this story would still. I have a hot take for that, but but carry on. Okay, okay. Oh, um, I got an idea what you're gonna say. All right, cool. Kids, <laughs> kids go to investigate. I guess they're they're trying to do with this their own project for for class, um, and we get um, what's her name? She plays Ever Never in in Riverdale. Oh, Evelyn yeah. Ever Never. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched that, but I, I, um, yeah, but I didn't. I, I honestly didn't make the connection. Uh, yeah, she plays uh, <laughs> Molly is her name in this in this one. She's the redhead. Okay. Uh, she plays. Oh, yeah. yeah, she plays. Zoe. She comes out in Riverdale, and they're trying to figure out. Like, we're trying to make this report about what happened the year before, where this uh, p- pair of teens uh, kind of disappeared or got murdered, and they have this. Um, this, this, and I guess this part connects with the other story as well. A police officer who found this um, body just hanging upside down in the school. They're trying to figure out what's going on here. Hold up. That jump scare? That, I got to say, that jump scare got me. I almost threw my dinner. I, yeah, it, got, it, got, it got me too. It's, uh, the whole movie lulled me into a false sense of security. Or actually a, a reasonable sense of security. And that's the one moment. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's fair. That, that moment was... Kind of cheap, but it, it got me. I, th- I think that one was that was decent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these kids get end up getting trapped either by on purpose or by accident by the principal, who for some reason is trying to figure something. I, he's doing something shady. I know that for sure, but we don't. We never really figure it out. You think so? I, isn't it? I think it's the spoilers. The ghost, because in the end, the door. I think they show the door like opening on its own. It just oh, that's true. Well, pops. But the thing is that why is the, why is the principal there? And he, you kind of hear him talking. And it's like uh, I forgot what he says, but he's kind of like insinuating that he's there to do something. Oh, do um, we? I don't, yeah, it, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. It was a. I, I, I missed away. the principal part. <laughs> he knew somebody. They just put him in. He was an investor or something like that, and then he was a backer. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, this movie, because because like you said, the, the the ghost unlocks the door, and lets a Molly leave at the end, but. Then what? What was the principal there for? Just to kind of scare them into going into this area, but the ghost could have easily just lured them in there. Yeah, yeah. They're they're looking for it. I guess I just thought maybe I don't know. Maybe he's just there doing principal stuff. I don't know. I feel like that's on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I don't know. know. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. I guess that doesn't. But that's there's a lot of stuff like that in this movie. They're just like, yeah, this is just how it is. Yeah. So we get two two kids, uh, Dylan and Ben. And, I, well, I'm sorry, three kids uh, and Molly, who are in this school trying to figure out what happened the year before with uh, either I don't know their friends or just classmates. And as they're down there, they figure out that they're trapped. And uh, slowly, um, we see Molly make the moves on. I forgot which one. I think Ben. She try. She tries to make the move on. She tries to make the move on both of them. Yeah, but first mm. he does it on the one that has a girlfriend, and he kind mm. of turned her down. And then she does the moves on the other one, who, of course, he's in love with her. So he allows it to happen, and uh, we find out. Are you guys ready to talk about the reveal here? Mm. What, what's it. going on in this story? Yes, we find yes. out that she's being possessed by the ghost of a pregnant teenager who uh, died after the nuns that used to run this place gave her an illegal abortion so now the ghost is trying to transfer her baby or i guess her spirit of her baby into a natural person is yeah that, i mean yeah, is yes. that, that's yeah, what's happening yeah. right that's, yeah. that is yeah. what's happening that's yeah it. that's right <laughs> yeah okay making sure i didn't misunderstand that yeah no you got it nailed it molly got pregnant pretty quick too awesome. Boom. but Just the thing like is well, act, yeah, uh, yeah conception the soul immediately i think there's some some uh well, see, here's the thing. That's that's the Christmas ghost baby connection. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the Christmas so. connection. Yeah, the, yeah, ghost, the gift that keeps on giving. child is born keeps getting yeah. written in blood. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the thing is, this is not an immaculate conception. I can... No. Well, oh, no, right. that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But it is uh, there is a Holy Spirit involved, I guess. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's a spirit anyway. Some Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. There's a there's uh, a lot of ooh. you know there's a lot of uh, symbolism you know uh, uh, cross in the eye and some you know. Crucifixion on a wall and some other stuff, and you know Mary and Joseph are there. There's a whole yeah. I just keep like watching awkwardly. (laughs) They always cut cut back to the dolls, just like (laughs) disapprovingly looking at these teenagers having sex in a school basement. Right? Yeah. Yeah, There's these nativity like dolls, statues, whatever that are in this basement of the school, which used to be um, a nunnery. And yeah, she's so she ends up possessed by the ghost and then seducing this 
one of the other kids so that she can carry the ghost baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. As soon as they, as soon as they have sex, she says she's pregnant, right? But technically, she's not pregnant until the ghost pushes the baby into her. Right. Right. So, yeah. right, right. That's the thing, right? So, she technically did not have to have sex. To she could the that lady could have just the ghost lady could have just a girl could have just pushed the baby into her, right? Right. Like, or did it have to be? She's got I don't all, know. all the parts, though. You know, it's like a... uh, I, I guess I feel like <clears throat> I feel like they could have kept the the Christmassy connection while being like creepy and unsettling by just having the ghost baby pushed into her. Like you mm-hmm. said, so it could have been more of an immaculate conception. Then that would have kept the twisted like Christmas narrative together. Mm-hmm. And instead, yeah. it was like, here, we're going to just try to sneak in like a lame sex scene into this movie because it's a yeah. horror movie and it needs one. Like we got to hit the booty quota or something. And it was just... that. Yeah, that, that would awkward. I would have liked it better. Yeah, it was. It was very awkward. I would have liked it better if that had been how they did it. But I feel like not only is it just are they trying to get some some I don't know sex appeals the wrong word, but you know what I'm right. Given the age of the characters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not only that though, that she actually comes comes to afterwards, and she's like, "What did you do to me?" And she's like, "He's like, what?" Yeah, that was that was uncomfortable. That's the awkward part. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but here's so. So here's my here's my hot take on this though. I kind of think that the whole movie is pretty reactionary. Like they drop the uh, war on Christmas line like pretty immediately. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And, it, and it's Shatner who says it, and so he's kind of this old dude. So maybe it's like at first, maybe that's just in in narrative, and you're like, okay, maybe that character just would say that. Mm-hmm. But but then we get the kids in the basement gets punished. Like one of them gets murdered, one of them gets a ghost baby, and then we get like a reverse. Like male, we get a male rape that ends up in a. It's like an anti-abortion analog. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, definitely, fam. I don't know. <laughs> there's definitely some weird shit in that one narratively. I, I call this episode immaculate inconception or immaculate misconceptions. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Misconceptions, yes. I I, I do think the immaculate conception (laughs) angle, though, would make it. um, That would at least. I I don't know. That would sold the ghost story more, and it kind of. I think it does tie better into the Christmas angle. I think that would have made it quite a bit stronger, Mm. even with all the other stuff being as it was. I don't know. I I think I I think there's nothing more to talk about this one other than I guess Molly leaves and she's gonna have the ghost baby now. how do you yeah, explain it, all the dead bodies? Well, right? exactly. <laughs> she left her camera there, so they're going to see her that she's there. Yeah, um, so. they're going to know. Well, yeah, yeah. and I'm Miss- sure her fingerprints are all over the crucifix that she jammed into the guy's face and killed him with. Like, I know we yeah. see it shaking on the wall, but I kind of feel like since the ghost was like meat puppeting her, that she probably stabbed him, you know? Yeah, like yeah. it was like, possessing her. I, yes. I don't know. That was my, she's in my trouble. interpretation of that. Yeah, for sure. That baby's <laughs> gonna be born in uh, juvie. Yeah. yeah. I guess we could, we'll go to the next story. Well, the changeling one is the changeling one is vaguely connected to this one since the police yeah. officer characters mm-hmm. are both. So maybe let's jump to that one. Just, All right. All right. That's so a loose thread there. <laughs> we have the the police officer who is now um, not working on Christmas after he found the body uh, that yep. scared everybody. <laughs> he illegally. Him and his family are, are doing the Griswold thing and going and illegally getting a tree. Yeah, like one does uh, during the holidays. Like one does, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know. My family always, like, joked about doing that because, like, my parents live in a very, like, wooded area and there's plenty of trees that we could just have gone and picked up. But we never did. I don't know. Um, my family always got permits, but, I mean, I've got a, a guy from high school that went to our college that he got he got in trouble because his fraternity cut down a tree from a public park for their Christmas tree and their <laughs> crap. Oh, so, yeah, uh, so it does happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very bad. Yeah, they didn't even go to the mountains. They just went to a park. Whoops. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done Well, it here, since... I don't know about over there, but in, in Texas, if you just cut down a tree on, on your backyard, you can actually get fined. Oh, wow, you can't really? even take on trees. Uh, you have to get permits to take your own trees in your own, your, in your own lot. Oh, dude. Because uh, it messes up the landscaping. Uh, well, I think it's an HOA. Oh, uh, okay. oh uh, yeah. HOA. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that'll, that'll get you all with. Yeah. yeah. What, were you saying? what were you saying, Greg? Uh, I was like, I, I, haven't, I haven't gone out into the woods to cut down a tree in a while, but uh, I cut down trees in my yard all the time. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch you know. of trees over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you know. did you just admit to a city ordinance violation on this podcast? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. There's no. <laughs> I, well, not, I don't know not, what you think you heard, but <laughs> they're bushes, man. They're bushes, not oh, even trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushes. All bushes. Just, right. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, bushes. yeah. So the the police officer he's uh, taking the leave from the force because of what happened last year. Um, you can kind of see that he has some anger issues, still probably from the PTSD of it. His kid is with him. He gets lost after finding the tree that they're looking for. They find him in the in the tree, which he's I, in a tree. I feel, yeah, he's inside a big old tree. Which, if anybody who who kind of has these uh, knows these stories, knows that's bad sign. Oh, bad, um, bad news, dude! Don't don't the go find pukas, kids in trees. Uh, yeah, no, the pukas yeah. and all that. They that's where they they come out of. Yep. So uh, that's where the changeling comes into place, right? They take this mm-hmm. kid. Oh, uh, he who honestly, I, I feel like this, this child. Um, I'm trying to figure out if. If he acted differently from the, when they first showed him to when they had the changeling or not, I don't um, think he did. Because well, when we get to the end, I, I couldn't tell him apart. So anyway, <laughs> he, I think he was a weird kid to begin with, and then a weird kid when they got the changeling. Yeah. I th- I, well, the thing, the only reason that you kind of you feel that he's different is because the parents say he's different. Yeah. Well, um, he's not, not using his inhaler. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we have. We never I, saw him. I don't think he talks once it's the changeling i don't think uh, the changeling yeah. talks right i don't little I kid think had you're dialogue, right. but yeah you don't have to yeah, pay but... an actor if they don't talk <laughs> oh that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> just joking yeah but they're gonna stiff, I know, a, I, I stiff feel... a kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you're I, exposure, yeah. kid this <laughs> is your big right. break <laughs> we'll give you a sag card that's it <laughs> you're the changeling now <laughs> um but yeah i felt like the the kid was pretty much the same in both incarnations so i was uh, i don't know <laughs> so then uh when once they get home then that's i think the mom starts to say that he's acting a little bit different he doesn't have his inhaler or he didn't need to use an inhaler is what they say do you get a call from the owner of the land to let him know that you know they he saw them there and that most likely the their kid got lost if their kid got lost that means um that's not their kid anymore this guy big earl's his name um he reminds me of somebody he demo- the the kid demolishes mom's spaghetti like Eminem in Eight Mile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kills the dad. Um, well, he stabs him. He puts a fork <laughs> in his in his in his hand first because he's trying yeah. to take his spaghetti away. You know, as one does. But then he he literally uh, kills his dad. He but chops off his hand and head. Is that, yeah, is that what, what it belts him up, strangles man. Him with, strangles him with a belt and cuts his hand off. But no, there you go. That's one of yeah. the things that we don't see. So, like, we just see the aftermath, which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, he crawled. And then, he crawled across the ceiling. He did some weird, like you know, changeling was, business. Yeah, there were some good creepy moments where he, just the silhouette of the kid is behind the dad, and you just see the eyes like light the up yellow. Like, yeah, which, that, yeah. I thought that, that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Mm, see, that part was cool, right? But. When we get to the ending, the mom finally contacts back the guy, big girl, to says, uh, you know, do you believe me now? And all, whatever. She takes him back. He tells her not to, not to, to, to act normal. Like just, you know, this is what we normally do. We go about into the normal, uh, into the yeah. woods in the middle of the night. Yeah. Don't yeah, let him know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Let's go for a ride. Not only does she take him, right? But then big girl kind of just like, I don't know where your kid's at. Uh, He's, right, but yeah. after she beats the changeling with a baseball bat, we see like this kid <laughs> oh, get yeah, yeah. hit multiple <laughs> times. Like, act normal. So she just beats her kid unconscious. Bludgeons <laughs> him, yeah. I mean, him in I a mean, bag. You, yeah. And what works, she puts right? Him in a, whatever, in a whatever works. Sack. <laughs> yeah, she crampuses the child. <laughs> anyway, she gets him into the woods. Um, big girl kind of tells her, like, I don't know where your kid's at. I'm just, I was lying to you. I just need this, I need this troll back. But you see, like I said, the eyes thing was pretty cool, except that when you actually see the troll, uh, I was like, oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, All, yeah. they should have taken that money that they gave to Shatner and, and put some money into <laughs> yes. this. Into this uh, Perhaps, oh. yeah. Dude, yeah. I know she could have avoided all this if she just had some Milakum and just like, you know, uh, Ernest. Miak? Yeah, Miak. Oh, I, hear, I keep hearing Mi- Miak. On. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar, even with the clarification. What's that? Uh, Ernest Kurt Stupid? Yeah, she could have just like got them, got the troll with that. She didn't oh. need a baseball bat. Oh. No, so 
I thought that was. I thought that was. No. Ah. Joke dropped. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it's funny. I, I'm just too. I don't know. I'm no, that's cool. <laughs> so, so for those of you who, who didn't get that one, in <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid, he's the um, he's told that that something can destroy the troll, and it says M I space because the the <laughs> what's it called the um, ladder is kind of <laughs> yeah, and then the and the K. So it says it's mother's was that mother's nourishment or something like that. It yeah. can kill the troll. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's milk." <laughs> oh, well, oh, Ernest no. shows up with this thing of original Bulverian Miak. Like, <laughs> where the heck he got Miak from? From where, oh. like, Mother's Nurture or something like that? Milk. Uh, he got Miak for some reason. That's <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also thought it was really weird that, like, the caretaker. Like at first, I was thinking because they set it up like. He keeps them locked in there is what I'm thinking so they don't hurt people. But it actually sounds like he's just like this twisted paternal figure who he's like, see what happens when you don't listen to me? And he like kicks the changeling and he's like super pissed (laughs) that it ran away. But not because it like murdered people, but just because he's like an annoyed dad whose kids ran off. Yeah. And And I thought that was like not set up properly. So when that was revealed, I was just like, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) Well, the thing is, he says he won't hurt you. As long as I'm around, mm-hmm. but I feel yeah. like they're more aggressive while he's alive. And when she when she accidentally <laughs> kills him, the the cha- the changeling, the troll, kind of just goes up to her and, and then just leaves. And yeah. they leave her alone, right? She li- does she live? Yeah, well, she she's lives. The captain they, give now. Yeah. they give her the so, kid back. I feel like maybe yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. The kid comes out. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's what this is getting at. Is it sort of like an abusive parents thing? Because he's abusive, oh. like the caretaker is abusive to the to the changelings and the dad gets killed because he was gonna um, beat the kid he was gonna whack the kid but the kid was being an evil changeling yeah it's it's like that's pretty uh like thin um correlation but but yeah because the changelings were like more agitated while he like the caretaker was there and then maybe they give the kid back because she frees them from the caretaker Mm-hmm. Or maybe, yeah. I, I, but it, it just doesn't... I don't know. That one didn't really work for me either. Yeah, I feel like this one could have worked if they would have just changed a little bit of things. I think a, a little bit better uh, child actor um, that actually talks and where, where we get to actually get to know the, the child. Yeah. And then we see we can actually see the difference in the child afterwards. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some money into that into that troll costume. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. wasn't great. I wonder if maybe this one suffers the most from being a short. Like That's maybe what if they I was had more thinking. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. There is another really good movie about uh, changelings, though, called The Hole in the Ground or The Hole in the Ground. Oh, I've, I've, I haven't seen that one, but I've, I, um, I thought you were going to say The Changeling. <laughs> the Changeling? <laughs> no, it's The Hole in the Ground. Whatever that one's about. <laughs> it might just be Hole in the Ground, um, but it's that's that's quite good. Um, similar uh, um, subject matter. But, okay. Yeah. So let's jump to the third story. This is where we we, um, we get to see Krampus for the first time. Oh yeah, uh, we have this family who um, really I just wish I, I hope I would never have to bump into a family like this um, <laughs> of really annoying people. Really, they're the worst. Uh, yeah, I get why they make them so annoying, but like when you have people like this, like you're like you're happy to see what happens to Apple, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's not a great thing where the people in your story. People are actually happy to see them go. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, they were uh, pretty uh, There's a long-standing tradition of that in horror, though. Yeah, well, like 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 in Krampus, right? Uh, you most of the family is are jerks, jerks, and stuff like that. And, you're, and it's good to see them go, but then you still have that one redeemable character, at least, right? Mm. Who um, maybe maybe saves the day, and in that movie they don't. But in this yeah. one, I feel like everyone's kind of a jerk. Um, everyone sucks yeah, yeah i mean you have the you have the, the serial killer in, in a making kid you have yeah. the the girl yeah. who i think is a klepto right yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you have the mom who's uh i'm not sure what the mom did um, yeah that's, but then, she's she's really obnoxious at first but then uh-huh. she never like there's the scene where they confess like all or the, the daughter's confessing and i guess then the dad too when they're in the church but then the mom doesn't confess anything, but then still gets murdered. Well, the, yeah, the, the, the dad was, uh, 
what is he? Is he embezzling? What is what is he? He's because he's making money but hiding it, hiding the debts, right? It was pretty much Shell companies. Yeah, yeah, he has no real company. Yeah, it was kind of just fraud, right? Like he was selling yeah, something right. that wasn't, I don't know. He's pretending he has a startup or something and taking investors' money, but then he has no company. He's just spending the money on his wife. He's a, he's made off yeah. of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Actually, I have a, I, I got a, like, continuing with my hot take here for the whole thing, the whole movie being very reactionary. I think uh, that this one is sort of like the vehicle for that especially if it ties in with william shatner too if he's supposed to be like the like the grandpa of this family which i totally didn't right, notice he looks at their christmas card or something yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah but this this one is and i think all the other ones too i think what they're getting at here is that we're ruining christmas it's like our horrible hedonistic like selfish oh. culture mm-hmm and then all of the other stories like have an element of, of that. Like there's characters are doing bad and then they need to be punished by, you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. the monster ends up being. And then that, that culminates in the, in the end. Right. And I okay. think it works for the end, but it, I don't, it's just, I kind of see where it all ends up to Cause you, so these people go visit their aunt Edna, Edna, who is this rich lady lives in this big nice house and they show up unannounced and the dad is just really what he's trying to do is just trying to get her to give him money so they can save the company that he, that is fake uh, from going down under <laughs> it's and the holidays, she man. sends him away <laughs> she sends him away <clears throat> she sends him away after the kid the serial killer kid um we find out later on he's killing animals jesus um, yeah. what's it called he Intentionally breaks the Krampus uh, statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl steals something from the, the house for no reason. She just, she even says, "I have no reason to do it. I just did it." And of course, <laughs> the butler comes. <laughs> the butler comes and sees what they're what he, this kid's done and gets just so pissed at him. And the the aunt just sends him away. So, at the end of the day, Krampus comes for them. They kill. They're able to kill Krampus, the the daughter. And it turns into the butler. Yeah, it was like a wear Krampus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man. But Aunt Edda comes out and says that she knew was pretty much what was going to happen. But she's like, why did Krampus come out of him? Why did he turn into Krampus? And she says, Krampus is the spirit of the holiday. And the spirit of the holiday can get into anybody. Right. So pretty much his anger welcomed Krampus's spirit to get into him and turn him into Krampus. Which she then, knowing that the, the the aunt knew this, knowing that him getting upset would call him, turn him into Krampus, go after them. She turns into Krampus now because she lets the spirit get into her and she kills Aunt Edda. Oh, um, God, it was so underdeveloped. Like, yeah, tons of people get mad on Christmas. They're not there's not Krampuses popping up everywhere. So like, there needed to be some <laughs> other mechanism. Is it? Cramp the spirit of Krampus tied to that house is the spirit of Krampus tied fig- to even the figurine, yeah. the figurine, something because okay, yeah, your anger makes you turn into Krampus, but there has to be some other mechanism. Otherwise, like I said, there'd be like Krampuses everywhere. Like lots of people get mad on Christmas, so that just felt so weird to me because there was no real explanation behind it. Yeah, yeah dude, that's the I thing hear- though. It's because of our war on our war on Christmas. We're all we're much worse people now. So the, I, yeah, we're, we're more guess. susceptible just, to evil spirits, to the to the Krampus. Yeah. I yeah, feel like this yeah. one of the of the first three that we talked about. I feel this one has a way to go somewhere if they develop the characters a little bit more, and if they can find that mechanism, like you said, to to make it all happen rather than just letting it happen. You know? Yeah. Um, I liked the Krampus design actually. I thought it was kind of cool in a you know guy in a rubber suit kind of way. Um, I actually read. By the way, those are his uh, real, real, um, real muscles. <laughs> right. Well, that's. Oh, uh, really? Dang. I, I read a I read an IO9 review, and uh, they said that Krampus in this movie wasn't scary because he was too hot. So. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They're right, like the, fair enough, they're I like guess. the camera lingers on his abs too much for him to be uh, scary. I don't know. I maybe he was just too humanoid. I, don't, I thought he was cool. Well, I thought it was well this actor cool he plays a lot of those characters where he's just this big bulking guy. 
Yeah, and oh, and I yeah. thought it was kind of kind of a cool design overall. I mean, it was cheesy, but in a fun way. But uh, so when I first saw this, I was like, "Wait, what is up with this this um, this cover art? Why are we seeing a Mortal Kombat d- death fight of Santa and, and Krampus? And Krampus is his <laughs> other story, and Santa is in his oh, own story. So we'll we'll finally get to the my favorite story of this one, and the only one that I really enjoyed." <laughs> um, is Santa Santa having to deal with a horde of zombies, uh, zombie elves, and an infection that's going on at the North Pole? Uh, I think this one's batshit crazy. Uh, I love it though. I love the story because it's just so out there. Uh, you continuously see Santa call the name, name the elves. Like, what is it like? Uh, forgot Sparkles the name. Spark, yeah, 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 Miley, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And they're just crazy. They're just deranged elves going after him. And you just see how badass the Santa is just killing everybody. <laughs> just, Chopping I mean, just up. graphically, like, cutting the top of their head off, cutting their head off, smashing <laughs> them in door. I mean, over-the-top violence to a point. But, I mean, it was, like, it was done in, like, a funny, campy way. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I've... I feel like it oh, works. It, it's, it's just so dumb that it works. Yeah. This, this, one, I this w- one works like um, it works both on the campy level uh, that you're seeing in the moment. And then the twist also really, really works. Yes. So yeah. this is the one that ties into the to William Shatner um, portion. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think this is supposed to be a wrapper. I just think it's one of the stories that is really... Um, going on and since they're all intertwined mm-hmm. if this were individual stories William Shatner would not be in the beginning um, but I guess since they got William Shatner to play they wanted to use him throughout the whole movie gotcha and uh, so um, Storm and Norman who's there with William Shatner at the beginning he kind of tells him he has to go check something out writes F was it F Christmas and then yeah, leaves yeah, and then yeah. William Shatner kind of gets mad at him for it <laughs> yeah. right. he's a weatherman by the way um, so they're they're going to have him work on Christmas Eve. Not only that, but there's like a blizzard going on. <laughs> he takes off the, the whole rest of the movie as these stories are playing out. You see um, William Shatner kind of get in contact with him. Never, never responds, never answers his phone. So then we go on with the stories, right? We see Chris, we see Santa looking kind of familiar, um, but he we see Santa doing all this. Krampus finally comes in. I really like the fight he does with Santa. Like I said, this Mortal Kombat type of like yeah. fight go- ensues. Like the totally chain, Mortal the chain Kombat. is very Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If this movie is totally bad. I don't know if it's awesome because of this stupid scene. <laughs> I freaking love this movie just because of this scene. Yeah, like this uh, ending, just like really just just outdoes itself with this this ending has nothing has what's got has no business being in this movie no it's too uh, damn yeah. good for this that's, movie that's that's correct yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then finally you know because he's the one that he says that uh krampus is the one that infected the elves finally he, he's about to give the uh the final blow to to krampus when you just hear krampus Jeez, Norman, what is wrong with you? I was like, what the <laughs> what? going on? Um, uh. He's like, Norman. And then, of course, we get the we get the um, the reveal that mm-hmm. Storm and Norman from the from the beginning of the movie has gone on a psychotic break, and he dressed himself as Santa at the mall. Which we also we also get a, a kind of I guess foreshadow throughout the throughout the movie. Um, William Shatner is saying that there has been a disturbance at the mall and everybody stay safe. Don't don't head to the mall. Of course, it's Norman who's been killing everybody at the mall. All the elves that he has been killing have actually been um, employees of the mall. Yeah, who are fighting him, trying to stop him. And the occasional wrapping paper. Uh, it looked like he chopped a couple presents that were supposed to be elves in his head too. I think, but yeah, <laughs> most of well, them yeah, were well, people though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just see heads everywhere, and then of course the. The I guess the one lady that he had a thing for um, in the supply closet to trying to get him to go away, who he considered as Mrs. Claus. She's she's the one that slices him in the face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, he kills her too. And of course, 
the thing is that the weakest person looking there is the one that it plays Krampus. Um, <laughs> so if, if he is fighting this Mortal Kombat style fight that we see, I don't think this guy is giving him that fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. No, I mean, not if at you're all. Fighting, if you're fighting for your life, man, I, your little reindeer ears are going to perk up. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to square off with Santa like, Claus. Jump kicking Norman in the chest. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think, I feel like this is the baddest, the most badass Santa I've seen. And and the, the reveal, like I said, the psychotic break reveal really just nails the, the landing. Um, even if the other stories did not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is the reason, this is the only reason I wanted to get this movie done um, on the podcast is just because of the ending. Yeah, the ending is really really quite good yeah, yeah it, and this is the short i feel like could have been its own thing and been mm-hmm. decent that's true yeah. i think i think this is also the one that's better with william shatner being kind of like dropped in though because you, you sort of oh. don't yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah oh oh yeah sorry no i mean like um uh, sprinkled within the oh. in the movie because you you think he's kind of just a set dressing and they're like oh they got William Shatner to do this like mm-hmm. kitschy character but then it turns out that he's setting up like the Storm and Norman um, reveal which is the best part uh, so yeah. I, I don't know I think that part's kind of good yeah that's that's true because I, I don't know how you would effectively have put William Shatner in it if the short was just by itself because it would be weird to be cutting from the North Pole to just some random uh, radio DJ. So, Yeah, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Santa could be listening guys... to the random radio DJ. I, <laughs> that I actually, that could have been the way to do it. That would, yeah, that would have worked. Right. Um, you... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just say you can tell that it's a mall too if you pay attention to the North Pole, like some of the like lights above him and stuff. Like it does not look like the traditional North Pole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like oh, yeah, the yeah. elevators he takes and stuff. Like it's there's parts of it that's like oh, when thinking back, it's like okay, yeah, that's yeah, he's not in the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, there's some hints, but they're pretty. It's pretty obscure. Do you guys yeah. think though that is the implication that he knows those? people more like then it everyone gives him and calls him by his name yeah but it but if he's the weather guy i don't know how he would know them maybe he's like the regular santa every year and that's why he hates christmas because it's some stupid oh. job thing he has to do maybe yeah oh, maybe that, he's like, that, a, he's that like a fixture sense. in the mall you know uh because that also and of course then, he's got a crush on one of the ladies that work there right <laughs> right and that also then ties in why um whatever it is, the guy at the end, um, the, the, like, you know, the, the meek the guy. Yeah. Is Krampus. Cause maybe that's like, his, oh, his the boss. Mani- yeah. It's his manager. <laughs> who he like hates, yeah. but that's pretty, I don't know. That's, that's making a lot of, uh, leaps. I feel mm-hmm. like they don't set right. that part well, up. That makes more sense now though. Uh, that, that, it, that he is this mall sign, uh, on a yearly basis. And this, this mall manager is just belittles them um, for for messing up or showing up drunk or whatever, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And of course, in his psychotic break, he the the guy that's always on him or maybe makes him work extra hours or whatever is the guy that that he has to fight at the end. Makes yeah. yeah, he's got like this cool uh, hero's journey going on where he's got <laughs> he's got to defeat <laughs> the final boss, <laughs> but in reality, he's just like horribly massacred all these people and like <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah. but yeah, it that, is that the one. final boss yeah <laughs> that, that really is good though like the reveal i i actually had seen this before and i had forgotten about that part because um, i think i had kind of checked out in the movie by that point and then i got like just kind of sat down and finished it and was like oh okay but then sitting in sitting down and watching it again like more um i don't know not critical, so, but just paying attention. The guy that plays Thorman Norman or Santa, do you guys recognize his voice? No. He plays Beast. What? Power Ranger. I mean, Power Rangers in X Men. Really? Oh, like the, like the cartoon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Oh, man. That's kind of cool. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is um, cool. I'm trying to see if I can find anything else. He came out in the regular, the, the first X Men movie as a trucker, but. I guess that oh, was more really? of a, just like a, a nod to him since he he played Beast in the the cartoon. Oh, is he cool. the guy who gives Rogue a ride? 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure which what truck what what where yeah. comes out in it, but probably. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's, that's kind of like cool. The, that's the most like featured truck driver I can think of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only one I can. But there's that whole biker bar. You could just spend like an extra there too. Yeah, I could have. Could have. So yeah, so that's the. Of course, he came out in Spider Man as well as Beast. But the only other thing that I would know him from, he was in the Never Ending Story. Oh, uh, he plays the the voice of the ogre, uh, East Wind. Okay. Oh. And uh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, the cartoon. Oh. He, plays, he plays a voice in there. So nice. Yeah. Uh, every. I mean, he's got he's got other stuff there. Um, he comes some star some Star Wars stuff, Star Wars droids, and Star Wars Ewoks. Those cartoons. Really. Uh, got other stuff. Oh, oh yeah, the Star Wars. <laughs> e- I totally recognize him from uh, from the Ewoks. <laughs> that's, that's he, is he the guy? Since I've seen that, he's Chief uh, Chief Chirpra. Chirpra. Oh, never mind. I thought he was the <laughs> old, um, like the hermit guy. Never mind. <laughs> or maybe he might have played someone else. I don't know. He could no, have played I'm sure <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. I think it might be. Oh. It's a different character. I think that, but but similar kind of like you know, old beard yeah. guy. So, um, overall, let's wrap this up here. Um, would you recommend anybody watch this movie, even if it's just for the ending? <laughs> oh, boy. God. Um, you know, if you're the type of person that maybe like likes to watch bad movies because you get a joy out of them being bad, like, I don't know, if you watch The Room... Maybe or or whatever. What's it, the the Tommy? Unironically, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. There yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, I well, unfortunately, I think that we spoiled it uh, for you. Right. <laughs> like now that you've it, listened it, to the if, podcast, don't watch the movie. Yeah, I feel like if, if you're inclined to like this kind of thing and you haven't listened to the podcast yet, and you just come upon the ending naturally, um, you'll probably appreciate it. But I don't know. I don't know if I would if I knew the ending. And if you did see the movie before watching the podcast, let us know what you thought. And if you ended up watching it after hearing the podcast, <laughs> let us know if we messed it up for you <laughs> or if you still enjoy it <laughs> or don't. <laughs> like I said, uh, that whole last thing that had no business being in that movie. It was too good for being that, that part of the movie. <laughs> too good. Too um, good. Yes. Quick uh, trivia kind of thing that I found on IMDb. Uh, this movie, when it was released in, in um, Walmart, they changed the name to a holiday horror story oh, just for Walmart really? Cause of the and just for the slip cover. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, but, but uh, just for the slip though, because once you took off the cover, it was, it, it said a Christmas horror story. <laughs> so what's the point? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep. Yep. Don't want to offend, offend the Walmart shoppers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, what's it called? That movie with, uh, was it Tom Cruise? Uh, where uh, Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, where you like nobody saw it in theaters, but then they released it on DVD and it had a different name on it. Oh, and for some reason, did it really? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like that tagline "Live, Die, Repeat." They just replaced the title with on the boxes, I think, so that people yeah. thought that's what the movie was called. Oh, oh sne- sneaky bastards! Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh... Because that sounds more interesting. Yeah. Oh, he <gasps> dies and repeats. Oh, okay. <laughs> Better watch this now. Yeah, that is actually kind of a better title, though. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the name of the actual um, story. I think it's a magna manga. Yeah, it's, it's, where it's they an got adaptation from, yeah. of something. So yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I guess we're all in agreement with this one as well. Um, this uh, so was suggested not to the people. Best movie. Suggested to people, but don't tell them how it ends. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the thing is that you're gonna game. <laughs> oh you're, God! The, the, yeah. If you're gonna suggest this to people, you're gonna have to tell them like, "All right, you need to stick with it. Just, just, just stick with it to the end. You're, you'll, you'll be presently surprised." Yes, and you need to because yeah. if you don't, that's by the true. End. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, there you go. Because if not, the people are gonna drop off by the second story. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Normally, I do like anthologies even if they're crappy there's a movie called a campfire stories that came out in 95 i think um i saw it on showtime one time um and it uh it's so cheesy it has uh movies like it has the i don't know if y'all heard these stories but the the, the green ribbon um oh. it came out in the, it came out in the in the book the book um that followed scary stories to tell in the dark uh-huh. same the same author and uh not the same um uh, artist but the same author, Alvin Schwartz, writes that one. Um, 
Cool. In the dark, dark room or something like that. I forgot, mm-hmm. forgot what it's called. Oh. Um, oh, it has nice. the story of um, people can lick hands too. I don't know if you heard that one before. Oh, yeah. And no. I forgot what the other stories were, but oh, it, it kind of has a, a similar story to that. And um, do you ever watch an urban legend? Yes. Where they have that the that boyfriend that kind of like he's uh, that, gr- that girl is hearing the something scraping on the top of the car uh-huh. and oh, ends up being yeah. Joshua Jackson um, <laughs> hanging upside down yeah. or hanging getting uh, uh, hung. Um, yeah. They kind of have a, a re- variation of that story. Okay. Um, so it's really it's a really really um, not well made movie, but it's I think it's enjoyable. It's it's a '90s movie, uh, low budget. So and I don't know. I feel like. I feel like horror movies now, because they have so much budget in them, the the studios interfere with them so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because of course they want to make the money. They make them PG thirteen, which I don't mind a horror movie being PG thirteen if the if the story plays out that way. Yeah. But if you're yeah. making it PG thirteen to make more money, you you kind of you kind of rein in the terror, rein in the horror. Um. And I think really what they should do, they should, I think they should need to get these upcoming directors, you know, give them the chance at horror like they used to do, like they used to do with them back in the day. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like those those uh, directors have way more to 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 lose if if it sucks, and they might be able to pull it out and make a great horror movie. So, um, any last uh, last words for for this uh, week? Um... No, just make sure you check our Kickstarter out if you haven't after last week's episode. Shame on yep. you, but you still have time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the the uh, description. Uh, maybe the uh, say it again. Say it backwards. The link is in the description of this episode. Uh, so go out there and uh, back that that uh, the Kickstarter. Do it. And if you have uh, any um, any pictures or anything like that, just share it on our Facebook. Uh, if you have the if you received the the comic. Um, we'll, we'd like to hear that. Remember, you guys, you can also uh, shop um, merchandise from Chosen the from Chosen from Nursing the Crypt um, <laughs> here um, at our at our um, T Public uh, store. So just uh, we, we'll have that link there too as well. So just uh, support the podcast that way, or share the podcast, and we'll be more than happy to continue doing these movie reviews for you all. Let us know what you guys want to want us to go ahead and and review, and we'll be here next time here on Nursing the Crypt. Yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. So it's yeah, blast. thank you. Yes, definitely fun to have thanks, you guys. Thanks, uh, thanks, Chris, and uh, thanks, Patrick. And like I said, we'll 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 find something else for you guys to come on if you guys would like to. Um, and uh, as always, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.